0: Psychology, Esteem, and the Great Beyond Why do hard scientists poke fun at the research methods of the so-called soft sciences? Is it because psychology studies are lacking the scrutiny of science? Or is it a defense mechanism to compensate for the deficiency of accurate and reliable approaches to test and measure the events occurring in the everyday complexity of human activity? It may very well be either of these cases. Regardless, this paper focuses on four real-time issues of society that most scientists, both hard and soft, avoid altogether. Mockery and microaggressions. Prejudice and discrimination are real and present threats to humanity and the dignity of all people. Indeed, from police brutality to terrorism, there are victims of hate crimes, and we must rid our societies of such horrific incidences for us to thrive. While these are problems that we need to address and resolve, there is a culture of those who feed on being victims using their voices to redirect the more significant underlying problems of injustice and inequality for example microaggressions which was first coined during the 1970s to indicate subtle but clearly racist put downs directed at black americans have taken a turn The term microaggression is loaded in its name in that aggression is a fully conscious and direct action. However, by definition, a microaggression can be intentional or not, and depends on whether an individual feels the communication contained hostile, derogatory, or racial slights and insults to target the person or group. For example, I had had to defend myself when I uttered the words, at least you have a home to a classmate, who in fact had a home, unlike myself who was living homeless at that time. The statement was clear, literal, intentional, and warranted. However, the individual construed his meaning and claimed there was some racial implication behind the facts that supported the statement. To me, the abstraction never crossed my mind and the accusation still offends me. Researchers give the example of a compliment to an African exchange student about his good English speaking skills. However, unbeknownst to the one giving the praise, the exchange student came from a country where English was his first language. Now, if the speaker would have known that, maybe she could have rewarded it in a way such as, you have really picked up American colloquialism. Of course, there could still be someone at the other end, shaking his finger, claiming that such words imply a hierarchy of English dialects. Unfortunately, the concept of microaggressions has become a perverse mockery of social psychology. Many of the quasi-researchers publishing about such topics have brought the esteem, scholarship, and overall quality of social science research to a staggering low. Luckily. Much of this has been exposed by such hallmark publicity stunts, such as the Grievance Studies hoax, where the researchers were able to publish absurd papers with little to no scientific support in the politically charged academic journals spreading such messages. To uphold the integrity of social sciences means to eliminate the political motives behind the imposters in our field. The Conformity Conundrum. Conformity is an interesting phenomenon in human cultures. For this reason, it is often a topic for discussion, debate, and investigation. However, the data can sometimes prove challenging to study and interpret. For instance, logically, we may assume that collectivist cultures would display more conformity, while individualistic ones would be more likely to rebel to the social norms. After all, this coordinates with findings on which parents cherish traits in the two different types of nations, obedience and independence, respectively. Interestingly, conformity has been found in samples from America even at higher rates than in traditionally collectivist countries like Japan. What is the reason for these anomalies? In fact, several factors make research on conformity quite difficult. For one, the very concept of conformity is subject to the phenomenon being studied. For example, research has demonstrated how people from individualist countries try to be different from others as part of their identity. In closer speculation, this action is conforming to a norm of striving to be different. In other words, conforming has a negative connotation, so one is more likely to choose to appear as an individual. One must question if this action is genuinely, genuinely uh, non-conforming or instead conforming to a different set of roles than at where a particular study aims. Cause and control. People, people differ in various ways many of which are found along a line from one polar extreme to the other. Although everyone exists somewhere along such a spectrum, there are often predictive measures based on cultural influences. For instance, the term locus of control refers to where an individual tends to attribute the origin of one's life uh, occurrences In other words, those who lean towards an internal locus of control believe they are in control of their lives. On the other hand, an external locus of control depicts those who believe their life is up to fate. Of course, most humans lie somewhere in between. As cross-cultural psychologists, we are interested in the difference in large samples of individuals from diverse cultures. Research shows individuals from Western countries tend to belong more towards the internal locus of control. After all, we can see how early influences may have an impact on the developing brain from a young age. One can recognize such idioms in Western thinking and expressions such as, if you want it done right, do it yourself. Accordingly, non-Western countries often embrace a passive existence with nature and social order. Religion and Rapport Culture is multifaceted in its composition. Of many aspects, religion is one, and it may overlap with others. For example, some Jewish people practice Judaism, while others may practice Christianity, Islam, or even Buddhism. Regardless of these differences, one's religious identity refers to one's sense of belonging to that religion and how it pertains to a sense of self to the individual. Research has identified four dimensions of cultural variation in regard to religion, namely, believing, bonding, behaving, and belonging. Each dimension has specific qualities related to cognition, behavior, and action. However, Bonding, which is an emotional state of being, goes beyond mere thoughts and outward expression. In this dimension, one practices rituals, whether through meditation, prayer, or some other form, the highest being awe. This form highlights the presence of emotion by powerful and long-lasting respect or admiration. Conclusion, in this paper, I've explored four areas of particular interest for emerging scholars in the field of psychology. Although the problems are left unresolved, the glimpse provided in each of the issue's description illuminating the complexity, making the reader better fit to traverse the human experience as a researcher. Thank you.